Hey, and hello everyone, and welcome back to the Behind the Manga Podcast. I'm your host, Manga Alerts, joined once again by our co-hosts, Winter and Vampy. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. I'm doing good. Pretty good. So, on today's episode, we're going to be breaking down the 2023 Jump Festa that happened occurred over this weekend so we're going to be going through all the news all the stages what happened what some of the shenanigans that was going on behind the scenes and everything and yeah so before we begin again um make sure you follow at behind the manga on twitter to stay up to date on any like behind the scenes uh episode updates and all that fun stuff so before we begin um did it, either of you two also watch jump festa i saw besides me I saw some. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I saw like I don't know, probably four or five panels. Um, I, I, I think there was one point. Uh, actually, the starting point. Uh, I was flipping between the Black Clover panel and the Undead and Luck panel. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I saw, but I yeah, I did watch some other ones like just in general, like all the way through and stuff like that. But that was like the only ones I was I was swip, swapping back and forth. Gotcha. What about you, Vampire? Uh, what day did it actually air? Saturday and Sunday. So it aired. Or Friday. Well, okay, Saturday, and right? Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't watch it. Uh, Friday and Saturday, I both had work, and then the second half of Saturday, I had a new roommate moving in, so I was too busy to watch it. <laughs> I got it. You're good. You're good. And for me, you know me, I like to ruin myself with like news reporting, so I watched all of it. You're insane. Actually, he is. I was, um, <laughs> no, okay. I will admit, not gonna lie, y'all can cancel me for this. I fell asleep during the One Piece panel. I'm ah. sorry, I know. I have to leave the podcast. Uh... We're taking over as hosts now, and okay. we decided All to right. cannibalize you. Yep. Okay. It's All okay. Right. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm the oh, only that's... I'm the only host now. <laughs> yeah, it's solo host podcast now. Good luck with that, Chief. <laughs> now she's like, "Hey, uh, can you guys still do like the editing and uploading though? You just can't be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do all the work, but you know, don't uh, just don't be on the podcast." Wow, why does that sound very familiar? It sounds like a very certain individual that owns uh, Twitter right now. <laughs> I don't know right. who he is. I don't know who he is. The name's t- on the tip of my tongue. Don't know who he is, though. I don't know. Maybe it's Don't in your link tree that you have that they banned. Oh, <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's in my link tree that they banned for, like, three hours, and then they reversed it for Maybe, some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Me need to do another poll and figure <laughs> out who's that creator or who's that CEO. Oh but my with like that, God, that Pokemon theme and stuff. Bruh, y'all need to chill out. <laughs> posting a link tree and every single one is just to Elon Jet. <laughs> Different corners. <laughs> it's okay. Oh he's not he's God. not gonna listen. <laughs> Look, he's not gonna listen to this. We're all too way too diverse for his taste. Oh my god, uh, he's got his spiders scrubbing the internet right now, like picking his name up on the podcast. No, 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 no. It's not his podcast. it's not his spiders, it's his Fan base scrolling through each and every single Twitter, bro. 
right looking for the one comment to like defend him bro like for real yep okay so with that out of the way uh winter you want to give us a primer on what in the world is jump festa for those that don't know yeah for so here's the background on jump festa so for those who may not know jump festa is a two-day event where shueisha presents various news for its uh different manga franchises that news is not limited to anime announcements or updates, manga news or updates, or video games. Now, this year, uh, Shueisha announced that they would be live-streaming Jump Festa internationally, which is a first for the event. Uh, for those who've been in the community, uh, whether it's on Twitter or on Reddit or what have you, you may know, like, Jump Festa would happen, and then, like... Maybe a couple hours later, you get, like, a whole surge of information. It's like, this is getting anime. This is indie. This is getting this video game. This is getting this. This manga slapped this manga. Or, you know, or, you know I'm just joking on that one. But, like, like, things like that. You get, like, a whole slew of information. And they'll all say, like, it's from Jump Festa. It was from Jump Festa. Well, yeah, this time, Shueisha's like, yo, we're going full-on international, baby. So they're just, like, live stream it. Now... They usually have several stages, and several of these stages are will have like different panels within them. So, uh, the biggest stage, uh, super stage, uh, would have panel would have panels that would be translated in English. Now, the minor stage, Neo, would not get a translation. So, for Neo, if you have a basic understanding of Japanese, you're safe, you're good. Um, I'm teaching myself Japanese right now. Um, I, no, I, I failed miserably on that one in that stage. There were only like two words out of like a five minute conversation I understood. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now Super Stage had, was translated in English. Um, now it wasn't subtitled. It was actually a translator speaking it in English, like, real-time. Now, Vampy, uh, can you uh, cover the format that we are going to take in this episode about this information? Yeah, so the Super Stage, Super Stage EX, and the Neo Stage held panels at the same time. For this episode, we will split the news up by stage, starting with Super Stage by day, starting with day one. Uh, day two did not have Super Stage EX, so let's jump into it. Nice, nice pun there. Whoever wrote that into the script. Um, oh crap! That was a pun. I just, <laughs> I didn't realize that. I put that in there, and I was like, "Yeah, that because that's like different." I'm like, "Let's get it." I mean, I think we usually say, "Let's get into it." So I'm like, "Let's jump into it." Wow. Okay. I had to pause for a second. I was like, this is a dad level pun right oh here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, well day one news. Uh, super stage. We had Black Clover first. They revealed the voice actor for Conrad for the Black Clover Sword of the Wizard King movie. Uh, they also revealed the voice actor for the 11th Magic Emperor Princia Funny Bunny for that, Black Clover yes, Sword. Yes, that is her King. name. That is her name. <laughs> That is a long name, but funny, funny. Revealed the voice actor for the 20th Magic Emperor, Edward Abarache? 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 Probably Abarache. 
Okay, for Black Clover, yeah. Sword of the Wizard King. Uh, they also announced the movie's theme song by the band Treasure, and they showed a 30-second uh, PV trailer revealing that it will stream on Netflix starting March 31st, 2023. Yeah, so the, uh, the, the panel that was after that was the Jujutsu Kaisen panel. And with that one, um, Season 2 will be released on July 2023. It will be produced, of course, by Studio MAPPA. They also revealed new character designs. Now, they revealed a bunch of y'all's daddy. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Toji. Uh, his character design was announced. But no, let's be honest. A bunch of y'all call him daddy. I saw so many posts on my feed of people calling him daddy when that was announced. Y'all just... Stop. No, I'm just saying... Listen, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to expose myself right now. I know you did. You were one of them. <laughs> <laughs> your ass was one of them. <laughs> I had the Tanjiro judgment face on that when I saw your post. Listen, bro. The minute the character designs was announced... Stop, stop the, uh, what is it? Stop the stage. We're done. Jump Fest was over. That's all we needed. Forget the other panels. We're done. We got what we needed. Let's get out of here. <laughs> like, no, straight up. It was just like, first of all, they gave him like an hourglass figure and like a, like a whole like six pack kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, I can already imagine the, the responses and yep, this is exactly you what I expected. already imagine. Yep. Can already imagine you say the responses. No, no. <laughs> so, for reference, that post, that like shit post I made, where it's where it says, "Okay, we can stop watching Jump Festa. It's now. It's over." And it's just a screenshot of Toji. That already has like uh, seven thousand seven hundred and fifty-two impressions, which means mm. that it's been seen on Twitter seven thousand seven hundred and fifty-two times. telling you this year is the year of cake first was (laughs) it's the year of cake first was the fact that they took away that mappa took away uh aki's ass from the chainsaw man manga and then uh they released uh what is it my hero academia into fortnite and one of the emotes in fortnite uh i'm just let's just say highlights uh all my certain assets I had and yes, I did buy those, both of those, and so there we go. Of course, I did. Who wouldn't? (laughs) Who wouldn't? You telling me you would? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Anyway, um, okay. Anyways, the other uh, information. So one of the VAs, I think it was Itadori's VA, uh, read a letter by Jujutsu Kaisen's mangaka Gege Akutami, aloud. In that. He said, Thank you for your continued support of Jujutsu Kaisen. It's unfortunate, but we often have to hear the news that we dread every day. It's honestly a surprise that so many people enjoy my work, even as reality seems to slowly but surely smother us. I will keep drawing things that make no sense, and I will be happy I will be so happy if you if you continue to stay with me and enjoy my work for about another year, maybe. Like, yeah, we'll probably get into that in our impressions because the entire community, anti-manga community, just went wild about that, uh, which honestly led to a bunch of 
kind of misinformation being spread, even on headlines. But I found it, my quick impression is, it was funny, is he, here's a letter, big, like a, like a mic drop news, and it's just like, bye, not, like, refuses to elaborate, <laughs> and leaves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Vampy, you have the next uh, panel that happened. Right. After that is the Prince of Tennis panel. Uh, Prince of Tennis creator Takashi Konomi uh, cancels Jump Festa appearance due to poor health. Ooh. Nothing notable was announced. JK, I didn't watch it, so I don't know, is what, what you wrote. <laughs> Alerts, bro. <laughs> Not even a Google search. What, he, what was he doing? Dude. Just like... Okay, because no, don't try to out me like this. No, because I went and it's looked okay. on Twitter. Because I looked on Twitter, I looked at all the accounts. I looked at uh the official account. I looked at some of these other like news accounts that say that they're like, oh yeah, we're like the source of news for like manga and anime. They didn't post about it, so I'm like, oh okay, so you guys aren't like that. And then like, th- th- no one posted anything about Prince of Tennis. The only thing that was notable during that panel was the fact that he couldn't make it due to poor health, which I hopefully yeah. uh, they get well soon. Yeah, but that's I about it. And it's here, like, like looking briefly, like searching for it. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, never mind. Um, I thought yeah, I see? thought they were saying no. I thought they were saying that he got COVID, but that's not true. That's not what happened. Uh, he just it just says poor health. So yeah, I hope that he feels. A lot better. Um, I hope he recovers uh, quickly. Yeah, same. I also wondered if he had COVID at first, but if it doesn't say, then we don't know. Yeah. I guess if at most, maybe, maybe, question mark, some guy posted, oh, yeah, like, they got acrylic stands. So I guess you guys got cool acrylic stands, I guess. Cool. Oh, thanks, alerts. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) <laughs> y'all no i, I appreciate y'all. you or yeah all right sure anyways now for the biggest i would say eh, not really biggest but it's okay whatever um next is the boruto and naruto's panel so this one bit interesting so first off naruto 99 has been announced so what is it so for the first time it is a popularity poll that is open to everyone and it includes every single character in naruto from like from your main cast your side characters to characters that you wouldn't even think would be featured in there it's in there and it's open for everybody internationally which is pretty big because usually some of these like popularity polls are like only exclusive like in japan and this is the first time where like it's open for like everyone everyone you could vote once a day until about the end of January. And once that happens, the top 20 characters will be drawn into an illustration. And then whoever the number one is will have a short manga written about them, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, next, a Naruto the Live music event will be held in Japan on September 2023. So I'm assuming it's like a concert featuring like all like the different like I looked at it and I was like, what? And I looked, I Googled some more and I think it's sort of like a cumulation of 
the different tracks that was used in the Naruto anime. So it's sort of like a Naruto anime music highlights concert, I'm assuming. Don't quote me on that. Yes. Yes. I said that. Yes. <laughs> and then... Cumulation. Cumulation. Whatever. Oh, Y'all were laughing at the daddy joke, and now here we are talking about humor cum. Which is it? Actually, let's have a vote right now. Winter. I have a question for you. The humor cumulation. Cumulation. Vampy, which is it? Humor cumulation. Cumulation. Okay, all right. <laughs> I guess I gotta step down as CEO now or something like that. <laughs> no, you're just gonna rip um. a hole to make it what you want. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Anyways, back on track. And finally, a Sasuke. Red Sudan anime adaptation has been announced. So it is set to premiere in January 2023 as part of the Boruto series. I know there's lots of fans of Boruto out there. And for those that don't know what we're talking about, you can actually read the manga for free on Manga Plus. And I believe on Shonen Jump too. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the next panel is was the My Hero Academia panel. So they revealed the cover art for season six of the series. The Blu-ray uh, DVD volume two cover uh, features all the villains on it. And um, Horikoshi wrote a letter for Jump Festa 2023. <clears throat> the days and months go by so fast and now the year is almost over. I ask you all to take care of your health. At last year's Jump Festa, I wrote a letter saying that if everything goes according to plan, the, maga the manga will be over in one year. Well, one year has passed and the manga is not over yet. And that's not because I slowed the pace or stretched the story. I was just too innocent. A sweet summer child, as sweet as Sato's uh, chiffon cake. If I could continue being so innocent for eight years long, it's because of you, the readers. Keep supporting Deku and his friends. Some of my series have been canceled in the past, so I still have nightmares about it. I dream that Onishi-san from the, edit the editorial department tells me, look, you have to end your story in three months. Then my mind goes blank and I wake up. And the reason this terrible nightmare doesn't come true is because of your support. The support from each and every one of you connects to each, to each other and allows Deku and company to keep moving forward further and further. In a way, it's as if the serialization itself is like one for all. My estimations are always wrong, but the finish line is indeed very close. Both heroes and villains are giving it their all to achieve their goals, and I'm going to keep doing my best, just like Deku, to the very end. The cold weather at the end of the year is harsh, so don't forget to take care of your health. Plus Ultra. Now alerts, you have um, the Super Stage EX that also occurred. Yep. So, at Super Stage EX, first starting off was Bleach. So, what was announced? Well, a Ichigo Kurosaki figurine was announced. So, a brand new SH figure arts figure, figure was revealed, and it's like a, um, to kind of describe it, it's his Tenpasengetsu <laughs> Bankai form. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that, but like, that's like the best way I could describe it. It's 
but it's gonna you'll see it like pop up in like retailers pretty soon like ami ami gold um right stuff crunchyroll and all those other places um and then the big one was it was announced that the thousand year blood war core one final key visual was revealed and they also announced that episodes 12 and 13 are set to premiere on december 26th of this year so it's kind of like a late christmas present what's also cool is that they're both going to be combined in a one-hour special. So, damn. We really eating good out here for us Bleach fans out here. Yep. I'm Honestly, I'm so glad it waited this long to come back because it's... They've been... They took their time. I know people were going after Bleach fans. Like, your, your stuff was announced, but you got nothing. It got canceled, probably. Blah, 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 blah. And nah... They came back, Periot came back, and they were just like, oh yeah, we're just going to just destroy. We are just going to take this IP, and we are just going to go all out on it. Like, they brought their A-game on it, and it's been great. Yep. And then next one was the Haiku stage. And, again, a special illustration was shown, which was cool. And it was announced that 15-year-old Kenshiro Kato will play the lead Hinata in the stage play. That's going to be coming in soon. And now for the apparent big, big, big news over on a uh, Neo, Neo stage. stage. Let's go, Nishiyozakura family fans. All right. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, no, no, no I get All this. Right. All right. So it was announced that Mission Yozakura family will be getting an anime adaptation. So, yeah. Shut up. Mid. <laughs> this is coming from the blue lot guy. Not just joking. Spy X family's better. Oh, excuse me. Spy family's <laughs> better, bro. I mean, I, I like both, so I don't care. Anyways, um, so the studio working on the anime would be Silverlink. Uh, they are doing Misfit the Demon King Academy, uh, Bofuri, and Tear Moon Empire, and etc. So a special a special illustration by the mangaka. Kitsuji Gundaira uh, was shown to, commem- to commemorate the TV anime adaptation announcement. Yeah, let's go. I'm like really, I'm excited for it. Um, another thing that was mentioned is that uh, the anime will come out in 2024. Uh, Vampy, you have the next stage or the next panel. All right. Uh, the next one was a Moriarty the Patriot panel. This stage was all about the musical, which I did not know existed until just now. Same. <laughs> the voice actors for William James Moriarty and Sher- uh, Sherlock Holmes attended along with the mangaka Hikaru Miyoshi. The stage is coming January 2023. New serialization, Moriarty the Patriot, The, Mer- the Remains, will start in Jump SQ's April 2023 issue. Well, said Sherlock Holmes there for a second. Don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> it's going into public domain no. soon. Yep, yep. <laughs> and use the Ace Attorney defense on that one. <laughs> Herlock Holmes. <laughs> now alerts. I know we were both excited now, for this. Now this oh, is yeah. the one. This is I like. I'm gonna be for real. This is a top panel of Jump Festa. Period. Like this is number one. Like 100 percent for real. You say for both days. What am I talking? For both days. I don't care. Like I'm. Oh, I will yeah. die on the hill that this. Yeah. This, this was the one. This was, like, number one. Okay, fine. Actually, I lied. For day one, this was the top panel. Day one. I 
I do agree with that. I know people are going to be like, did you just, like, like punch air for Michigan's Akura family? Yes, and I was happy for that. But this one, I agree with you. This was Mm -hmm. how they handled it and everything, top-notch. It's funny because this one was happening, I think, like, around the same time the Black Clover one was going on. they were at the same time, yeah. And I chose to go Undead Unluck, while other people chose Black Clover. And look where they're at now. Yeah, a bunch of, like, big accounts, right? They were going with Black Clover. Never underestimate Undead Unluck. So what are we talking about and why we're gassing it up? Well, the voice actors for Andy and Fuko attended to talk about the series. So... What was announced? Well, the voice actor for Shen was announced, and he'll be voiced by Natsuki Hane, who, for those that don't know, is actually Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Plus one, right? Mm-hmm. Then the voice actor for Void was also announced, and he'll be voiced by Kenji Nomura, who is Ushiyama from Golden Kamui, which, another W. Mm-hmm. Then the big W, this is the biggest one of all. It was also announced that the director of this will be Yuki Yase. Character designer will be Hideyuki Morioka. And music will be done by Kenichiro Suhiro. All three of who I just announced worked on Fire Force's season one in the same roles. So we got the Fire Force crew working on this one. And then they, like dropped a teaser trailer which was funny because they dropped it but then i guess a lot of people missed it and then i just so happened to found someone who posted a screen like a screen grab for it and that post like blew up instantly and i'm gonna tell you like that preview trailer was probably one of the best like preview trailers that got me excited and hyped even like the english translator came in saw it hyped about it it was a good it was luck yeah he was yeah, he was ecstatic. Uh, yeah, shout out to him, because he was... Like, this past week has been his week, in my opinion, right? Because not only did we get this information on Undead Unluck, which, you know, he translates, you know, the English uh, manga for, right? But then, on top of that, he also just... Um, like, he also got the news of Kaiju number eight, you know, Kaiju or Monster number eight, right? The anime adaptation. And we had the, um, you know, and we, and, you know, they had like the little teaser trailer that dropped there. So, dude was on like cloud nine for this stuff. Like, it, this was like, he was, he got back to back W's and all this. No, actually, let's not forget the biggest W of all. His name is David Evelyn. And it's yeah. funny that. <laughs> Studio or what is it? Studio David, David Productions is making Undead Unluck, and so we joke around saying like, "Oh yeah, can't believe that he's making Undead Unluck." Oh yeah, although he ran but, when I asked him about Fire Force season three, though. One day. <laughs> yeah. One, one day. day. But oh, dude, like for real though, like I just oh, so good. Yeah. No, it was. It was really good. Um, but to also kind of yeah. go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. What are you gonna say? I was gonna bring up that. I mean, even though it wasn't announced at Jump Fest, for those that didn't know, the Kaiju Number Eight anime, that one's gonna be another one to watch out for. That one's being made by Production IG, which we all know is goaded. 
right? And they also got the monster designer from, I think it's Neon Genesis Evangelion to design the monsters. Yep. Oh, so that's already like a, it's the, a studio, right? The creator of Neon Genesis Evangelion Studio is doing the monster design. Yeah. Yeah. So that's already like a stacked cast. Same thing with Undead Unluck. Like it's such a stacked cast of like people to like to make it. So I'm very excited and I'm hoping, you know. The one thing it turns out good. Yeah. Well, the one thing you could tell, like David, here's the thing. If you didn't know from Jojo, because not everyone has watched Jojo. Fine. I, okay. Um, and not everyone has watched Fire Force. But here's the thing with David Productions, like you could tell, like with all of their works, they put a lot of they put like a hundred and ten effort into it, right? Because and one of the things it's it's so minor, it's hilarious. It's minor, but. The the whole of them like they actually animated the sensor bar on Andy's privates in the trailer. That was just fun. For, like you could tell because they didn't have to do that, right? Like I wouldn't expect anyone to do that, but they did that, and it's just like it's hilarious. If you read the volumes, the physical volumes of Undead and Luck, um, I think the mangaka actually talks about that. Because he put that, well, he put that in the works, right? In the volume one or whatever like that. And he kept, I think he had to talk about, because he had to keep changing the size of the sensor bar um, and stuff. So Davis production putting that in there is just, you could tell they put a lot of effort into, they put a lot of effort into their works. And you're going to see that with Undead Unluck here. Um, also, Undead Unluck is going to be out in April 2023, I believe, right? Uh, I believe so. Let me confirm before we accidentally spread misinformation. You and I purposely consume misinformation. Ah, that's right. Ah, yes. No, so it's only been announced to come out in 2023, but there hasn't been like a month that's been decided yet. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Okay, so just 2023, gotcha. Yep. Uh, Vampy, you have the, uh, I know we've been going on and on, but uh, dead of luck, but yeah, you have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have the next one. Alright, the next one is one that I don't recognize just by the title, but it's called Hokkaido Girls Are, oh, sorry, Hokkaido Gals Are Super Adorable. Oh, it's a gal voice... manga. Yep. Yeah. The voice actor for the male re- the male lead, Tsubasa Shiki, was announced. He will be voiced by Nobunaga Shimazaki, who is Yunoi from Black Clover, and Sorry, Keitaro that's, from... That's Yuno. Yuno from Black Clover. That's what I was thinking. I was like, who in Black Clover is named Yunoi? This is me. We were like, I haven't got that far. Maybe there's a character in Robot. Uh, <laughs> sorry. He's Yuno from Black Clover, and Keitaro from Dark Gathering. Uh, this will be a joint production between studios Silverlink and Blade. It was announced that the director will be Izuzu Hoshino. A uh, series composition will be Mirai Minato, and the character designer will be Katsuyuki Sato. Yeah. Um, you guys. Know oh, what were you gonna say? Yeah. I was just gonna ask if you guys know about this one. I I do. Um, I haven't read it, but I see it a bunch on um, Manga Plus. Like, I think all the chapters are there. I think, uh, yeah, so I think if you want to read it, it's there. Uh, people say it, I don't know, I hear it's okay. Uh, I hear it's all right, but, um, yeah, I don't, um, 
But yeah, I haven't read it at all. I haven't read it either. So all I know is that it's a gal manga. So for our gal fans in the audience, there you go. Yep. Uh, yeah, so the next one is... And yes, people, I'm going to say both of them because I know how many people complain about the title for this. But uh, Chain Soldier, also known as Slave of the Magic Capital's Elite Troops because people really got triggered over the name change of Chain Soldier. But okay, that also had a panel. So the trailer was revealed for the anime. The voice actor or voice actress for Aoba Wakura was announced. She would be voiced by Tamori Kusunoki. You may know her currently as Makima from Chainsaw Man. The voice actress for Koko uh, Zinibako was also announced. She be she will be voiced by Sayaka Simbongi, who plays uh, Hiroi in uh, Bochi the Rock. She also voices uh, Shuna from Reincarnate as a Slime. The voice actress for the VA for uh, Naoin Yuno was announced to be voiced by Rina Hidaka, or Hidaka, sorry, uh, who voices Philo from Shield Hero. Maya Uchida, who voices Tinka Izumo in the anime, will be performing the ending. The series composition will be done by Yasuhiro Nakanishi. Uh, who's worked on um, Love is War, I think, as a series composer. Uh, character designs would be by Hiroyuki Yoshi, who's key animator on Steins Gates. And uh, this was a surprise to me to find out. He was also a key animator on Kiss Exis. And um, the music would be by Kota Yamamoto, uh, who has worked on the music for... A, the Attack on Titan final season. Before we move to the next one, have any of you like read this series or has been keeping up with it or anything? I have. And really? Okay. Before. Okay. Listen. <laughs> listen. Yes, it has its questionable moments, and yes, it has its themes, but. For me, the story was it was able to carry me through from volume one all the way to where it is now. The paneling and the action and the fights are pretty good. And it's actually not too bad. It's not like flat out garbage. Like, trust me, there's like way more like garbage manga out there. But I would say it's like in the same vein as like a more. I don't want to use this comparison, but. Most people aren't going to know it, or actually most people will know it, but it's sort of like a more action-based high school DXD, if I had to put it that way. Mm. So, is how I would describe it. I would say it's like, if I had to like compare the two, it's lewdness is less than high school DXD, but it's action is more than high school DXD. It's still like lewd and etchy, but there's more action than there is Ludinetchi, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Uh, Lurch, you have What about you? One? Oh, I have not. Sorry. No, I have not okay. at all. I've just heard about it. Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, so I know about, like, how... I think the gist of it, like, how he becomes a slave to whatever, um, and how that works. And I'm not going to lie. 
I saw one of the character designs for one of the characters in that panel, and it's like this little girl, and I was like, oh, hold off a second. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was like, uh, this is, um, uh, and then I, I went on the wiki and found out, I'm like, okay, hit the, the thing that, okay, that's not, honestly, that's not bad at all. But, um, but yeah, like, I wasn't sure about the, um, about the series. Honestly, it didn't seem, to me, it didn't seem interesting. Like, I know, I think, um, yeah, Yimpress has it. And I, when I read the premise of it, I was like, it's, I guess it's alright. I sort of got, uh, vibes that it would be like high school DXD a bit, where it would be more action than, like, etchy, I guess. So, I mean, thanks for confirming that and everything. But I'm not really interested in it, but I'm happy for the fans of it. What about you, yeah. Happy? Uh, yeah, pretty much same. It does not... Uh, art and summary and stuff doesn't really appeal to me, so... <laughs> I got you. But you know what will appeal to both of y'all? The me and Roboco panel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I like how there's just one bullet point for this. No, okay, so they showed a new trailer for, I guess, a new episode or something. Mm -hmm. Which, again, for those that don't know, the Roboco TV anime was already airing. So I don't know why they showed a trailer for, like, the next episode or something. I don't know. But, yeah. They did. But they did. Yeah. Uh, Vampy, you have the next one. All right. So, oh, Dark Gathering panel, the stage, or, <laughs> the staff was announced for the upcoming anime. The director will be Hiroshi Ikihata, uh, who did Tonkawa slash Fly Me to the Moon. A series composer will be Shigeru Murakoshi, who did uh, Zombieland Saga. And the character designer will be Shinya Sagawa, who worked on Pastel Memories. And Studio OLM, who uh, did Odd Taxi and Summertime Rendering, will be producing the series. Have you guys read this one or know anything about it or excited about it? Um, the I... only thing I know is, like, I think I only know two things about it. One, it's by an assistant of uh, D. Grayman. And then the other one is that Viz has just licensed this for print. Yep. I think it comes out... For, no, it doesn't come out soon. It, it comes out next it, year, but... Yeah, it comes out next... Yes. Okay. I think it's... Is it a Viz sig? Or is it a regular Viz, like a Shonen Jump one? Um, I think it's a regular... It's a regular one. It's a nine ninety nine print. Yeah, it's not Vizsig. Its yeah. cover looks pretty though. No, the cover looks pretty cool. Uh, let me check here. Okay, this is for pre order. I'm I'm just curious because I didn't know if it would say. Are you gonna pre order it live on the podcast? No, I was just trying to see if it was like. Um, I don't know if oh it's under, yeah Shonen Jump. I guess they put it under Shonen Jump maybe. Yes. Um, okay. Yep. Okay. So now I think that was the end of all of the uh, for day one. So there's a lot of yep. information for that. So I guess round of 
going around uh, winter, what are, would you say would be your top three oh, that's from easy. both? Oh, oh, just both combined or top? Yeah, both combined. Okay, yeah, that's easy. Number one, Undead on Luck. Number two, Mission Yozakura Family. And then number three was Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Vampy, what about you? Uh, hmm, definitely Prince of Tennis and me and Robico. Uh-huh. What's the uh-huh. third one? <laughs> third one. <laughs> uh, hmm. All the me and Robico fans are going to just attack you now. I'm sorry, I just think it's funny that you guys just gave it one bullet point. It's like, we'll get a trailer. That's all like, we got. Okay. That's what we, all we got. That's my favorite. Uh, actually, I think I'd probably put Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, cause I kind of like the random bomb drop that he was like, yeah, maybe it only, uh, maybe it'll only run for a year, uh, by though. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> drops it and leaves, doesn't say anything. Doesn't elaborate yeah. if it's the series or the arc, is it just leaves? Yeah, I would say that one. <laughs> the third one. Okay. Well, then I guess for me, my top, my top three is again also... Undead Unluck. Uh, probably number two is Bleach for that announcement of the one-hour thing. And then number three would go to yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen because, again, name me one other guy that just goes up says, yeah, I might end the series in like a year. Okay, bye. Without like any like... <laughs> well, just to clarify, he didn't say the series. He just said, I might end in a year. So it's like, yeah, that's the thing. And I mean, we'll get into it in our our talking points, but that's like the, that was where the misinformation kind of came in amongst various article, like news sites. I'm not going to name any because I feel like they would try to sue us for slander or libel, even though I can pull up evidence. Um, Accounts on Twitter, um, on Twitter, on TikTok, what have you. um, They all, like, everyone jumped on oh he's ending the series he's potentially ending the series or actually no he announced that he's ending the series and that's not what he said what he said was just um you'll stick with me hopefully you stick with me for it might enjoy my work for another year maybe so we don't we don't know if even the voice actors there we don't know if he is talking about the current arc which is called the culling game arc or if he's talking about the series. We don't know. Even the voice actors don't know. They were like, we don't know which one he's clar- he's talking about. I just want to make that clarification because a lot of um, big um, anime and manga news accounts, um, whether it's on Twitter or what have you, other social media platforms, and um, articles like from companies actually kind of ran with like, oh, he's, you know, ran with saying like, it's a series where it's not. He never specified. He never clarified. Uh, not me. So I guess now we're on to day two. Um, day two. Yeah, starting with Super Stage, Spy Family. Now, this was interesting. So Spy Family Season 2 had has been announced. Uh, has been announced to broadcast in 2023. And then the shocker... The other, like, mic drop in Jump Festa was that a Spy Family movie has been announced to premiere in 2023. 
it will be an original story written by Tatsuya Endo, the mangaka. Now, um, Vampy, you have the next one, which is uh, the Demon Slayer panel. Yeah. So, uh, they reconfirmed that the Swordsmith Village arc is scheduled to broadcast in April 2023. And they also reconfirmed that a Demon Slayer World Tour event will begin in Japan starting in February. Basically, it's a theatrical screening of episode 10 through 11 of the Entertainment District arc and Swordsmith Village arc episode 1. Ooh. I Love believe... confirmations. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I think if I remember correctly, it's coming to the States, I believe, in April, I think? If I remember the press release correctly. Mm. I know... It's coming to the States next year that I am aware of. I just don't know like which I think it's either April or March is when the theatrical screening will come in. Yeah, because one of those two world tour, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. Next up is my personal favorite that I think everyone should watch that's hella underrated for real Z's. Actually, before I do that, backtrack a little bit little bit. So, I just looked, and it is confirmed that it's coming to the United States and Canada in theaters in March of 2023. But tickets, or, like, pre-order tickets have not been, like, revealed yet, so stay tuned for when that comes out. So, going back, Dr. Stone had a panel. And in that panel, uh, again, as you already know, Season 3 is on its way. And season three will broadcast in April of 2023. And they released a preview trailer for Dr. Stone season three. And I'm excited. Okay. Vampy, you have the next one. I'm shocked at the underrated Dr. Stone. Um. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next one was Chainsaw Man. Woo! Let's go. A Chainsaw Man exhibition will take place on February 24th, 2023. They showcased a teaser for the upcoming chapter of Chainsaw Man. Um, <laughs> I like the little note on our script that says, I hope Denji gets to see the penguins with a little <laughs> frowny face. <laughs> I re- no, I really do. because Okay, spoilers. Uh, they go on a date to the aquarium, and Denji just wants to see some penguins. But then... Mikata's like, no, we're sticking with the scripts. Like, no, like, we can't, we can't, like, do this. Yeah, like, I would just stick with that other than uh, saying anything else. No, and and you see Dendi's, like, poor face, like, disappointed that he wants to see penguins. True. I think he'll be too busy with other things to be seeing penguins right now. No, I want to see him play with penguins or maybe maybe they break into the penguin exhibit and the penguins yes can fight. absolutely i want to see denji break into the penguin <laughs> okay break he's already the... <laughs> he's already rode a shark into battle he could ride a penguin into battle uh, bro <laughs> yes please right come the on devil the <laughs> penguin devil the yep <laughs> yep come on I, I know it's gonna happen come on Come on, we we know what's gonna happen. Like, and then, I um, want I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I think there's like some more information here. 
Yes. I see live added live edition. <laughs> live Adele reaction as more <laughs> is being typed on the script. Volume 13 <laughs> cover art has been revealed. Yuko is featured on the cover. I didn't know that. I didn't even know there was a... What? I want to see yeah. that. Yeah, they... It, okay, I'll admit, it was, like, a lot... Like, one of those, like, last, like, announcement things. Mm -hmm. But they did show... Again, it's, it's something... I'm gonna go into more in this into, like, the discussion part of it. But a lot of these announcements, they kind of, like blink and you miss it type things where i was like sitting there watching it right waiting for me to like post about it but then they like show a flash and then it goes back to like oh okay we're good now i'm like bro what the heck you didn't give me enough time to like post about it you know yeah what so the, I'm, I'm what the heck now. it's very cute i like it yeah i just send right. it to my my chainsaw man friend real quick <laughs> and then the last stage in Super Stage was everyone's favorite, the one that I fell asleep in. <laughs> one Piece. So I woke up and I was like, oh, darn, man, I fell asleep through the One Piece panel. What did I miss? Uh, not, eh, not too much. So they showcase a teaser for the upcoming trailer, or not upcoming trailer, upcoming chapter of One Piece. Featuring Sun God Luffy fighting, I don't know. I'm not having kept it with the manga, but it's Sun God Luffy's in it. So that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. And was. then, yeah, <laughs> bet you it was. No, I'm saying then I don't even Oda. know Sun God Luffy. I I'm so far behind. Oh, I mean I don't care, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, and then Oda wrote a letter for also wrote a letter for Jump Festa 2023. So it was, a, it was a pretty big letter, but the big gist of it that everyone's focusing on is as follows. This long story has already been ongoing for 25 years. And recently, I've noticed more younger readers are getting into it, which makes me very happy. I know that I've been saying final saga this and that, but it's not going to end quickly as I'm making it sound. So I recommend not stressing over it and read comfortably. What does that mean? I guess, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's kind of like there isn't like a set date or like a set like, okay, this is the final thing. But he did say or he did mention that this is like the final saga or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's probably going to take his time with this final saga and tell what he wants to tell and go from there. Yeah. And I think that's the last stage for Super Stage. Yep. And next up is... Day two of the Neo stage. And I think Vampy's got that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. I've been wanting to read this one. Okay. <laughs> Neo stage. First one is... Okay. I believe in you. On... Okay. On Komonohashi, the range detective. Yeah! We did it! We did, we did it! it. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the creator of uh, Reborn. Hitman Reborn, yes. yep. Man Reborn, yeah. That style is very iconic. Um, it was announced that the manga series will be getting an anime adaptation by Studio Diomedia. Jesus. Uh, they did Domestic Girlfriend. Staff from the anime adaptations for both The Saints, Magic Powers, Omnipotent, and Domestic Girlfriend are overseeing the adaptation. What a mix of series that is! 
Hey, man. Hey, look. They need to build up their reputations, Berdog. So, I mean, there you go. Okay, y'all say that, but hold on. We all know how fire Domestic Girlfriend's opening is. If they actually do uh, okay. it for, all right. for this okay. series. Okay, all right. We need to get all her right. back. Get her back singing. I love listening to her music. Right? No, seriously. She she should do this. It'd be, it'd be legit. Please. Please. Yeah. Uh, so the, the next panel after uh, that one was Ayakashi Triangle. So a new key visual and PV trailer was revealed. Uh, the TV anime is scheduled to broadcast on January 9th, 2023. It will be done by Studio Connect, who have done Slow Loop and Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody. Yep, so the next, uh, Vampy, you have the next segment. All right. So, I'm just trying to test my, my pronunciation skills. Okay. Next one is Kawaii Crisis. A new key visual and PV trailer has been revealed. The TV anime is scheduled to broadcast in April 2023 by Studio Synergy P, who worked on Initial D, Fifth Stage, and Final Stage. Okay. Kawaii Crisis. I have to Google this. What is this? I think a lot of, like, cats in it. From what I saw from the preview trailer. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is not familiar at all to me. No, I've never heard of it until now. I think it's basically about this girl who's an alien who comes down to, uh, I guess, to take over Earth. And she realizes how behind. But she's like, her and her people have conquered, like, a bunch of other planets. And she goes to Earth to, like, conquer it or whatever. She realizes how technologically, technologically behind we are. So she's like, man this is sad and so then basically she's just like walking like she's kind of just walking around and she sees a cat and she's like and like no other planet has cats and she falls for like the cat like oh this cat's adorable kind of thing like i want to own this cat kind of thing so um you know that's i think that's what it's kind of about like her like taking care or owning a cat or something I won't kill humanity because I love cats. <laughs> I love cats, and this is the only place that has cats. Damn, who would have thought cats would uh, help us out? Right. So, yeah, the um, I had never heard of this before. I had never heard of that before, so I was like, whoa, what is this? Uh, I think looking it up, we could have used the English translation name for it, which is called Too Cute Crisis. That would have been better for Vampy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And um, I'm just going to preface this. This is the next one that um, out of all of the people covering information, I think only one or two of them actually posted stuff about one of the two of the news accounts. I didn't post. Actually, I, I know didn't you post didn't. Shit. Yeah, you didn't post it. Uh, I think there are some other ones who didn't post this at, at all either. I think only two new, uh, two accounts actually posted about this. So, Roroni Kenshin had a panel. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Um, a new key visual and PV of the trailer had been announced. Um, and, yeah, so the other one is that um, the TV anime is scheduled to broadcast in 2023 by Studio Linden Films, who have do previously done uh, Call of the Night and uh, Tokyo Revengers. 
Uh, the other thing uh, to also mention is that they announced um, two new VAs. Uh, the first one is for Yahiko, and he would be voiced by Makoto Koichi. And the second one is Sonosuke, who would be voiced by Takeru uh, Yashiro. Yeah, so um, the next uh, alerts, I think you have the next one. Yes, I do. <clears throat> so, the next one is the Hell's Paradise panel, which a lot of people were excited for. So, first off, was a bunch of voice acting cast reveals. So, uh, Gabi Maro, Yuzuria, Yamada, Toma, and Gontetsu Sai, and Fuchi have all been revealed. Uh, it was a lot, and it kind of like flew by pretty quick, so I didn't couldn't like really catch like who's voicing who, but um, they were all. I think the people who were at the panel itself was Gabi Maru, Yuzuria, Yamada, and Toma were the were the four that were there at the panel. Um, they also revealed a first look at a few merchandising, so we got get to see a few prize figures which I'm going to buy, of course, uh, plushies and small figurines. And the biggest news of all was anime news. So they released a new key visual and a new preview trailer of the anime. Finally, after like, like what, a whole year without like seeing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, it was announced that the TV anime will be scheduled to broadcast on April 2023, also produced by Studio Mappa, who made, you know, Chainsaw Man and Jujutsu Kaisen. Have either of you two been keeping up with Hell's Paradise or finished it already? I haven't even started. I, I want to read it eventually. I am interested in it, but I haven't started it either. I think it's on... Um, I think Hell's Paradise on- is also for free... Well, okay, you have to pay for the subscription, but it's on the Shonen Jump, Jump website. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's considered too violent yeah. for the app. Same with Golden Kamui, for those that haven't read it. You should read it. And Fire Punch. And Fire Punch. Yes. Okay. Yep. Now, hot take. This, in my opinion is the bigger panel than Hell's Paradise. Hot take. And I'm referring to the Blue Exorcist panel. So, so something doozy. It was revealed that a new Blue Exorcist TV anime project is in the works. And they showed off a preview trailer for it. And I got some thoughts on it. So, in the trailer itself, it showed panels in the next arc. So when I reported it, I called it season three. And I will still call it season three. Because I know those, the current anime adaptation is kind of like in a weird spot. Because it's kind of like they followed the story, but then they didn't. And now, based on the information here, which I'm going to go into in a little bit, it says they're going to follow the original story again which is interesting, but other outlets were trying to say it's not. 
So I'm going to call this guy out. Uh, Weekly Shonen Jump manga. They originally reported it was season three, like the rest of us did. But then for some reason backtracked and said, oh, no, it's actually not a season three. It's a new project. And then people were like, what? That doesn't make sense. And then they doubled down when the Ulricron, which is like a official Japanese like news conglomerate pretty much. Mm-hmm. And they also said, oh, no, it's not season three. It's a new project. And they doubled down and said, no, it's not season three. It's a new project. For me, I'm like, it's a, it's more than likely season three. Because, again, why would you show panels from the next arc if it's not season three? You know what I'm saying? You can't say it's a reboot because it's like now you're undoing all of season one and two. And for what? You know, like, I don't know what the decision was there. And also, Oricron has been wrong in the past um, with the haiku announcement, I think, where... For those that uh, don't know, when the Haiku movie came out, a lot of people were claiming that was season five. And some Japanese news sites also claimed it was season five. I think Oricron was included too in that. And it turns out they were wrong. And it's like, what the heck? So I'm considering it season three. Everyone else in the community considers it season three. And uh, Weekly Shonen Jump manga got ratioed on Twitter for saying it's not season three. So pretty fun to see. I think someone had mentioned that they said the same, the same situation happened with the Kyoto arc, which was not season. I thought that was separate from season two. Right. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's like like two seasons of blue exorcist and then season. And then after that, it was the Kyoto arc. And now it's the Illuminati arc or something like that. It, am I wrong? You're not wrong. But again, what doesn't help us at all is how vague they were about it. Because they just right. said it's a new project. Right. And but they didn't say... That's the yeah. same wording that they said for the Kyoto arc. And Yes, that is why, correct. They did... Yeah. Yeah. And so people are just calling it like that. It, it's... I, I, I see the... I see where everyone says it's season three, but technically, I thought if you're going to count it, wouldn't it be season four? Because it's like two seasons, then the Kyoto arc, and now it's this one, this project, right? Yeah, but again, it just, I don't know. It's too vague. I'm calling it season three. Everyone else called it season three. So I'm I'm sticking with that, like, phrase until we get more information and then I'll update my reporting, but I'm just going to call it season three. I get where you're coming from. Okay, no, I'm so I'm right, wrong but... on that. Uh, according to looking at um, Wikipedia, they have it as season one being 25 episodes. So that's where you're talking about, like the first half yeah. is following the manga, the second half of the first season diverge, and then uh, season two, um, which I guess is not actually season two. It's the Kyoto Saga, but Wikipedia says Season 2 Kyoto Saga. And yeah, because it's just called Blue Exorcist Kyoto Saga. 
And I guess this one, the third one, it's going to be do Exorcist, um, you know, Illuminati saga or whatever. So like, I see yeah. it. Yeah, I, I see it. I I, I understand. Um, yeah, I, I I see where you're coming from from that. Yeah. So again, until we get more information, I'm going to call it season three. But we'll go. We'll we'll move on from that. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so again, in light of this new announcement, uh, Kazue Kato released a special message and a brand new illustration of the announcement. Uh, Kato comments that she hopes that this story, or she, not she hopes, she said that this story on this new project will follow the storyline of the original adaptation. And she's looking forward to see how it turns out which again added to the confusion because the wording says it will keep following the storyline of the original adaptation, which if you weren't making a season three, you wouldn't be saying that. But again, it's just, they were being too vague with it. I wish they weren't as vague with it. Moving on. And then the big, the other big one was that apparently a, this was a blink and you miss it type situation again, but a blue exorcist video game is also in the works too. Now it hasn't been said if it's going to go on mobile consoles, which development teams doing it, but it's in the works, which I'm excited. for. And then I think winter's got the last one. Yep. And the final bout of news is that is on the Mashal Magic and Muscles panel. A new key visual and PV trailer had been revealed, and also the uh, TV anime is scheduled to broadcast in April 2023 by Studio A1 Pictures. Uh, they previously have done, or are doing, uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War, as well as the summer hit Licorice Recoil. Yep, so... That was the end of day two. Um, let's just talk about our thoughts. Uh, Vampy, you want to go first? Mm. I think. Are we still giving like a top top two or three? Yeah, let's. Do yeah. That. So, what's the top? top what's three. your top three on day two? Uh, well, I really like Chainsaw Man, so probably that one, and then uh, Blue Exorcist. Actually, I'm interested in because uh, I used to read that series many years back but i haven't kept up with it and i originally had started the anime but stopped because i heard that the adaptation uh either changed some stuff or kind of veered off from the manga a bit mm -hmm. um but i originally really liked that series so if they do i don't know start over from the beginning or you know do a new uh adaptation i would probably actually really like to watch that no i think they're uh, just kind of like they're just doing the arcs as like new series and they're just like i think i guess what people are doing is like watch maybe the first half of season one and then mm -hmm. maybe like jump into the kyoto arc or whatever like that which is like a separate season it's on netflix Aww. i believe uh and it's like marked as kyoto saga or whatever and then after the kyoto saga one then you'll watch this upcoming one i see i see okay Gotcha, gotcha. Well, still, that's probably my second one. And then the third one uh, is the Deranged Detective one. Okay. Because I've been wanting to read that, and 
before we started this uh recording for this i was like oh yeah it only has like two or three volumes out right and when it goes oh no it has like eight and also there's like 82 chapters i was like okay because (laughs) my plan was yeah i'm gonna let it build up some chapters and then i'm gonna read it because i don't want to start anything that has mystery or detectives in it and there's only like you know like maybe five or ten chapters out because i i don't hate myself (laughs) (laughs) um but no, there's 82, so I can now start any day now. Thank you. <laughs> Those are my top three. Okay. Uh, alerts. What's your uh, top three for day two? So, my top are as follows. Blue Exorcist, number one. Mm-hmm. Dr. Stone, number two. And Spy Family, number three. Okay. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. For me, I would say Spy Family is number one, Blue Exorcist is number two, and uh, Deranged Detective is number three. All right? I'll so, s- yep. Uh, what were you going to say? No, no. No, you're good. Okay. Uh, yeah, so other than that, um, at our talking points, um, I guess our thoughts about uh, the Jump Fest, uh, Jump Festa overall of uh, the different days and stuff like that um if you don't mind i can go first go for it yeah so starting with day one um one of my okay starting with day one I, i'm just gonna be honest um i'm sorry that black clover panel was honestly it was pretty weak and that was i was flipping if alerts didn't tell me about the Undead and Luck panel, I kind of would have missed a lot of it, but that Black Clover panel was was pretty weak, in my opinion. It was, I mean, of course, I get it, it's all about the movie, but nah, like, that was, it, it was really just, like, I don't know, it, it was really just stuff like, uh, oh, here are the VAs for the new characters, cool. Um, one that only, like, interesting tidbits is that uh, Tabata actually had plans on introducing those um, magic emperors in the manga, but you know didn't get a chance to. So like, they're doing it in the movie, or he's doing it in the movie. But other than that, it was just a lot of just chatting, like, "Hey, what's your favorite scenes from this?" or blah blah blah. And it, I mean, and just kind of talking about the movie, and that's kind of it. It was just kind of weak, uh, especially compared to Undead and Luck. Um, the one that kind of got me, um, I was surprised that Shueisha did this, but having the translator, like, say, like, like, speak it, like, speak, um, what the VA is or what the, what everyone on stage is saying, uh, verbally versus, like, having subtitles, uh, it was, it was kind of surprising, um, I think as they... Like, here's the thing, like, no offense against because they did a great job, but, uh, especially doing it, like, real time, right? But, like, I think since Black Clover was kind of, like, the first stage in, um, they were the first stage in Super Stage to do this, right? So this is the first time they had this translator, um, you know, start having a translator for these panels. Like, there were things that the translator has said, like the accent, um, that it would, it made the, the statements very difficult to re to understand as an English speaker. Um, and 
I say this because, like, fast forward to day two, and I think it was for day two. Maybe it was for, um, yeah, no, I think it was fast forward to day two. Um, this is where I noticed it. Um, fast forward to day two, they still had the same translator, I think, at the time. And, like, after, like, for that, it was really good. Like, um, I think maybe it was more nerves because this is, like, you'll be doing this real-time, live-streamed across the world. But um, you could, t like, there were a lot of statements and stuff that uh, they had said in the Black Clover one that were kind of very difficult, sometimes indistinguishable to kind of understand. Um, but in, like, it was the same translator all the way through. Then day two, they were doing great, in my opinion. Like, it was, it was really, like, they did really well um and they were they were really doing like great in my opinion on day two so i think they i think they were just nervous with the black uh clover panel and then after that they got the you know the um it was it like the uh pre like the jitters out and stuff like that like they got all their nervousness na their nervousness out and um they were doing really well um so yeah i'm I, it was surprising that Shueisha did that, but it was kind of cool. Um, there's another one, uh, but I'm going to save it for alerts to say because he and I talked about it, and he was absolutely right, but I'll save it for that, uh, the for him to say it. Uh, but the Jujutsu Kaisen panel was hilarious because it's like Akutani, the mangaka, here's his letter. Read it out. Mic drop with information, and then <laughs> does not elaborate the panel ends. It's just like, bro, you could have done some kind of elaboration there. You could have put some kind of elaboration in your letter. Nah. Akutani's like, I'm done. I'm good. Um, but it's interesting because, like, that was, it was like a mic drop to me. And I was, I was watching, I was like, what, what, did he just say what I think he did? Um, it was just interesting to see how everyone responded to that, how everyone, like, posted that. It went viral. Um, and then some of the article, some of like the news sites, um, like, it, like, um, some of the news sites and, um, some of like the content creators and stuff like that were like, um, were even talking, saying like, uh, you know, kind of saying like, oh, he's talking about the, the, the series, right? The series is ending is like, uh, no, that's not what he said at all and they didn't know and so i'm actually uh okay i can't find it now but i swear there was an article on a like where they had mentioned like jujutsu kaisen uh the series is ending and it's like that's not what was said at all so that was yeah so that was like one of the things there um now, another one is the, I'll say is, um, honestly, it, with the exception of JJK, I don't know, the Black Clover and the Naruto Boruto panel was kind of, like, weak as well, because uh, all it was was just, like, here's this popularity poll thing that they're going to be doing, and it's like, okay, um, yeah, so that was, for, like, Generally, my sentiments for day one is that the Neo stage kicked butt. Um, 
it was better than the super stage. And uh, for day two, um, the Mission is Akura family one, I kind of, sorry, that was um, day one. Uh, for day two, the Spy family one was funny because the movie announcement was dropped and the VAs had no idea. And the VAs were like, yo, uh, when are we going to record this? We have not recorded anything. When are we going to record this? We don't know. And it was so funny. Because they were just like, uh, uh, what do we do? And so the funny, the hilarious part is that um, your and Anya's VAs were excited for it. Lloyd's VA is like, ah, oh, crap. I thought I was going to, like, actually be, um, I, you know, I thought I was actually going to be ending, uh, really soon and so uh <laughs> yeah it, it was kind of funny to see their reactions to that it was like their reactions were the same as our reaction other than that like um the ron kamenohashi one was surprising um it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how that goes the blue exorcist news was very surprising too so that was it was really cool to see very surprising as well um yeah so also, I found the article. It's by Anime News Network. And what they what it says here is Gege Akutani or sorry, Gege Akutami hints at Jujutsu Kaisen manga ending, probably within one year. So here's the he never said it was the manga. Akutami never said in the letter that it was the manga. He never clarified. He just said if you accompany me for one more year, probably, I will be very happy. And the voice actors said, is he talking about the current arc, or is he talking about the manga? And the voice actor who read it, which I think is Itadori's voice actor, I'm not 100% on that, said, I don't, he's like, he doesn't specify, he doesn't clarify, we don't know. So, he doesn't say it's the manga or the arc. He doesn't, he he just doesn't say it. So, I don't know. I was seeing, like, what Anime News Network had posted. Like, when I saw this article, um, also other content creators were kind of saying the same thing, similar to what Anime News Network also said. And I'm like, uh, everyone, that's not what the letter said. So, to me, I'm just going to say it. That sounded like a lot of misinformation starting to go through. Um, especially from uh, Anime news site to say to kind of put that in like their title their header it's a little concerning at least to me but yeah sorry those were like a lot of my points um alerts what about you uh i actually want to hear from the perspective of someone who hasn't watched it and just heard it from now so vampy what are your thoughts on it oh <laughs> uh well if I, if I had actually watched it, I would have a lot more to say, um, because, yeah, I can only react to kind of, like, typed out. Well, they announced this, and they showed this. Uh, but, yeah, I, I kind of prefer most of the announcements of the, the second day, just because I haven't really, like, kept up with or read slash watched a lot of the series from day one. So, yeah, that's that's my preference between the two, is, uh, is day two. Um and like winner already said i do think it's i thought it was really funny that the voice actors were blindsided in both the 
Spy Family and JJK panels. <laughs> and them just being like, when are we going to record this? We were not told about this. Uh, which, if that if that wasn't, like, scripted or acting, I also kind of feel a little bad about them. Them being like, oh, I don't even... They didn't even ask for our opinion. Man, what about my schedule? Um, <laughs> they're just That's like, basically what happened. They're just like, when are we going to record... Because we were only told about season two. And we got, like, we plan on scheduling, on recording season two. When are we going to record the movie? Because it's coming out in 2023. They're both coming out in 2023. When are we recording? (laughs) You will stay up all day and night to record Spy Family. You're not allowed to leave. (laughs) They're like, ah! (laughs) Um, Other than that, and then, yeah, the deranged detective, uh, if that is that anime adaptation, I, I'm kind of excited for because I like um, kind of like mystery slash detective stories. I would say those are my favorite. Oh, and uh, I'll, probably, I'll probably try Hell's Paradise too. Hell's Paradise. Uh, I really like the art style. I think it looks interesting. Those are the other ones I would probably try. Very sorry to... Uh, Alerts underrated Dr. Stone. <laughs> I actually started Dr. Stone a long time ago, but I, I did not keep up with it. I forgot how far I got. It. That's what happens. I'll start a series and I'll get like anywhere between like 30 to like 60 plus chapters into it. And then it'll be like, okay, I'm going to wait for chapters to build up, but then it'll be like six months later. And I'm like, <laughs> where, where did I leave off? That's what I do with like majority of stuff on Manga Plus. <laughs> Like, that's what happened with me and uh, Ron Kamenohashi. Like, I'm like, okay, I'll let it, like, build up a bit. Uh, and then just, like, I got to, like, I think 20 chapters in. I'm like, okay, I'll just let it build up a, get, a bit. Like, now it's at 82 chapters. I'm like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where did I leave off? Also, this is kind of overwhelming. What happened again? Uh, and yep. then I just go and read something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you have any more? Or uh, no, I was going to ask Alerts what his opinion was. Right. So I got a lot to say. Unfortunately, I know. So first things first. Uh, <sighs> huge. I'll start. Okay, I'll start off with the positive stuff. Oh, so sorry. first things first. First things first. I'm happy that Shueisha chose to make this international. Yeah. Number one, and props to the team who live translated the whole entire thing. I know that's very hard to do, and I'm very glad you guys do it. Yep. And number two, I'm also very glad that some of the bigger panels got localized so that we're not having to, like, you know, do Jump Festa, then wait a few hours for people to, like, translate it and everything, and then get the news. It cuts that down a lot. Which is great. That's all I could say positively about it. Now, here are the negatives. Mm-hmm. Number one. In the, in the stream, they said, and I quote, you cannot live stream it, screenshot it, or screen record it. I'm sorry, but you have a panel, an event possibly one of the biggest events in manga period and you're not allowing screenshots or anything 
Seriously? How else are people supposed to spread the word of your panel, of your event, without doing so? I wonder if that's Every... on the, uh, the animation studios, though. Because we had this discussion but... before, I think, with uh, Udon. Because I think we had asked them about um, Udon Entertainment. I think we had asked them, like, hey, why don't... Uh, I guess why don't you guys like live stream or why don't more uh, mon- English manga publishers live stream? And they said it was like a bunch of like contractual stuff. And so I'm wondering if that's the case with Shueisha in this. It's not really Shueisha, um, it's not really like Shueisha's IPs themselves, it's more of the animation studios. Which I feel like that's both a. I'm, a, I'm sorry. But I understand the reasoning why, but I feel like that's just a backwards reason why. Because there's other like events like E3 Game Awards that have like already have this stuff figured out. True. And hell, I'll even say it right now, the Aniplex event was better than the Shueisha event. Like in a landslide period. Mm. And they also kind I mean, I'll the one flack I have for the Aniplex event was that they had a timed limited VOD of it, which I think is dumb. Like, why would you eliminate a VOD? Period. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But still, it's like... You have... You're the biggest, like, manga publisher, period. And biggest. this is what you're doing? Seriously? And then I thought it was even funnier because they showed off a QR code in the Naruto panel that, guess what... You have to screenshot, screen record, or anything to even remotely scan the QR code because they were flashing some of these images for like five or ten seconds and then they like disappeared. Oh. So, how are, and that was an issue that I've, that I've been like basically encountered throughout covering this whole event. So, they literally just, flash these images for like five or ten seconds and then it's gone Mm -hmm. like a really good example was the undead unluck panel there was lots of people talking i watched it from the very beginning and there was no like preview trailer and everyone was talking about oh yeah the preview trailer was so good and i'm like where was that preview trailer apparently it was shown but no one saw it and it wasn't until one person who guess what just so happened to screen record the damn thing was when everybody saw it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, why aren't you just, and I referenced back the Aniplex panel too, because they were on top of it. The minute they had an announcement, bam, the official account posted their, their uh, key visuals and their preview trailers uh, within like a good two, three minutes of them announcing it on stage. With Shueisha, I timed it too. The minute they announced the quote unquote preview trailer at Undead Unluck, that trailer didn't come out until another like good 30 minutes after. Mm-hmm. That Dr. Stone trailer didn't come until like another 20 minutes after it was announced, after it was shown. It, it was very inconsistent and I hated it a lot. Um, Another thing too is... I like the fact that they took the first step into localizing it. 
but why didn't you localize the neo stages yep. hot take the neo stages had better announcements than the main stage yeah like yeah, arguably better arguably no no you're good yeah arguably better announcements than the big stage like within like the first day already you have undead unluck showing off their preview trailer you have let's see who else undead unluck that was one that trumped over like everyone that's one uh so for day one and, you talk about or for both days yeah day one day um, one yeah so undead unluck beat black undead unluck be black hole over um, and I guess you could argue that Mission Yuzukura family pretty much trumped over everything else. Yeah. And maybe except for Jujutsu Kaisen, because that was still pretty big. But again, they really gave the stage a super stage to Prince of Tennis. Yeah. Really? I would, yeah, I would even say Chain Soldier should have, like, but it trumped some of them, too. Um, I was going to say that, too, like, it trumps some of the stuff that we got announced in some of these stages. Hell, even the Boruto Naruto panel, I know you touched on it a little bit. That was disappointing. And that's another like key point I'm gonna say too. A lot of the big stages that were like hyped up to be this like big thing that people were saying um, a certain news account were hyping up these big events turned out to be massive disappointments. Black Clover. Sure, if you're a Black Clover fan, cool. But it was disappointing, let's be honest. Uh, Naruto. Oh, yeah, they're teasing this, like, visual where it's, like, four different countries happening on there. Nope, turns out it's just a popular survey for another manga. Yeah. And, I mean, and then they did an anime announcement for the Sasuke. That's the light novel that got a manga adaptation. That now it's getting an anime adaptation, I think. Or it's, but it's the problem is, one. yeah, whatever. Is that it's part of Boruto? True. Which, from what I've seen, its animation is just not that good. Period. Mm-hmm. So, like, really? Then going into day two, again, the same thing happened again. You have Hell's Paradise and Blue Exorcist. Hell, even like Mashal having better announcements than some of these. Like, hell, I would even argue that those three alone trumped the One Piece panel, the Chainsaw Man panel, and even the Demon Slayer panel. I would say a lot of them trumped the Demon Slayer panel. Because I, I didn't get to mention it, but... All it was was a complete reiteration of all the news that we already know. The Source Myth arc uh, is scheduled to broadcast in 2023, April 2023. They reconfirmed the Demon Slayer World Tour event, and what's gonna, how that's gonna happen. I think the only difference is that they talked about what's your. Uh, I think they showed like the one of the favorite, the one that like fan picked favorite scenes of last season or something like that uh, something like that yeah like i mean and that's going to be another thing too the demon slayer panel and i was talking to winter about this i felt like they should have so before this they announced 
the Demon Slayer World Tour and the broadcast date for this village, the Swordsmith Village arc. Mm -hmm. I, hot take, I think they should have maybe held off on some of those announcements until Jump Festa. And I think after, like, talking about it back and forth, I think what we said was they should have maybe kept the season three or the sword, sword, the swordsmith village arc announced, but then held off on announcing the demon slayer world tour event mm -hmm. for jump festa. So in that way, you at least are coming in with something new instead of just re like telling the same announcements. Yep. Cause for me, when I see a panel, right, you want to announce something new. You want to announce something that's not, told yet and all demon slayer was was just stuff that we've already heard before like come on seriously yeah and then i guess it also sucks too but then again you really can't help it is how late some of these panels were so for those who were in the west coast it wasn't too bad you guys stayed up at max at like like one but for us in the east coast we had to stay up till like three to even touch these panels so for someone to stay up until about like 3 a.m to have a disappointing panel for that too it kind of makes me feel like what the heck you know like this is supposed to be a big o event and all we get is just mid announcements so overall, I like where um, I like this first step that Shueisha is going. If they're going to do this again, which I'm pretty sure they are, I want them to do the following. I want them to take a look at the Aniplex event and basically like copy what they did. And what I mean is have it mostly subtitled instead of dubbed because don't get me wrong, I appreciate everyone who worked on dubbing it. In my opinion, the way Anyplex did it was better. Mm -hmm. They subbed the stuff that they subbed the important stuff, and then they just let the like uh, the voice actors and everything do their own thing, not subbed. Mm -hmm. That's it. Then they should have maybe like coordinated the accounts better. So that the minute that the it was announced, bam, on Twitter or bam, on social media, it was right there. That's number two. And then number three, I feel like they really need to like reprioritize who gets what stage. Because there's some stages that I feel like shouldn't have gotten a stage, but did. Like Prince of Tennis. I think thinking about it, not like looking at it, I kind of, I understand why they set the stages as they did because all of the super stages are the ones that make them a, a shitload of money and as much as we don't care for like it uh, you know how we feel about prince of tennis um uh, and you know honestly that prince of tennis is not a major hit in the west right or specifically north america it is a massive money maker in japan so i understand why Shueisha set this up, and if you look, yeah, super stage for day two, 
Spy Family, Demon Slayer, Doctor Stone, Chainsaw Man, One Piece, all of those make, you know, good amount of money. The lowest is Doctor Stone. And like I would say like the lowest uh, in terms of revenue generation is Doctor Stone in day two. But even then it makes a lot of money. Now, um, for day one, Prince of Tennis, JJK, Black Clover, uh, Boruto and Naruto, My Hero Academia, like, even the Super Stages, the Super Stage EX, Bleach, Haikyuu, they make a lot of money for Shueisha. Now, the stuff on Neo Stage, they either do alright, uh, they mostly do average or alright, maybe below average, but, yeah, like, I see why they did it, but I agree with you. From a content perspective, there was, like, the smaller stages mostly destroyed the bigger stages. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you guys should, you know, make this a pretty hype event. And I didn't really get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I and then, agree. I yeah. guess you just say, exactly. Yeah. But I think from a and then, financial yeah, standpoint, ahead. I think from a financial standpoint, I understand why Shueisha did what they did. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, and then finally, the big thing, right, mm-hmm. is <sighs> why the hell did you guys not translate? Or excuse me, localize half of your announce of your event. No, you can say translate. It's the same. Yeah. Or tra- it's translate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you could. But still, it's like, why? What? Who in the process said, okay, so we're just going to do half of it? No, 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 no. It's for me, it's either you do all of it or you do none of it. Period. You can't just half ass this sort of stuff, especially when it comes to like, you know, accessibility. For me, I'm a huge advocate for accessibility. You either go all the way or you don't. Because if you half-ass it, then that just tells me that you really don't care about making it, like, accessible for everyone. Period. It looks like you tried to do it, but you really didn't hot take. I don't think really Shueisha really cares about accessibility, period. Because if they did, they would have not just stopped at just the super stages, but also the Neo stages, too. And it's pretty, like, evident that the Neo stages had arguably better announcement than the Super Stages did. So if you wanted, you know, oh, I don't know. If I was Shueisha and I was thinking about money, wouldn't you want more people to know about more of your series, which could lead to more of your sales going up instead of just focusing on the ones that already make you money? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, like, I feel like I that's say, just. I do want to add something to what you said because someone I could see yeah. someone saying, "Well, you know, they had they probably just had one translator." You know, you don't understand. Blah blah blah. Nah, nah. They had two translators. I say this because in the I believe it's the Spy Family panel. Yes, yeah, it was a Spy tra- Family panel. Yeah, they switched translators for like all the panels I had watched, all the Super Stage panels. Um. It had um, a woman 
who was translating. And then in the spy family panel, she translated half of it. And then it switches to a, a man. And I think, um, honestly, I think he's, I think he's English because he had an English accent. Um, and so he, um, it switched to a man and he continued the rest. So they had two translators. So like, they could have actually had like one of them do the Neo stage and other, the other ones do the super stage. There, boom. And it's like, well, okay, well, then they wouldn't be able to have a break. Okay, well, then hire hire four translators, right? So they can switch off, right? You have, like, the woman and the English guy for the super stage. And then you have this, some other translator person and another, a separate person from those other three do the Neo stage, right? Just, yeah, they could have done that. So it just kind of backs and supports your point about this. Oh, yeah, and the reason why I keep bringing up the Aniplex event was because they did so many things well. I didn't feel like it was a waste of my time staying up for this event. Mm -hmm. They had the subtitles. They had the, like, they localized it correctly. They, like, the minute you see it announced on stage, bam, was the announcement on Twitter. Uh, it, like, everyone on there genuinely, like, had fun. Right, everyone. Um, there was no like moments where like even the voice actors were like surprised by something. Like everyone knew what was going on. It was like rehearsed. It was everything. Right. It was all like very planned out. So there we go. So I would say if I had to compare between the two, Aniplex trumps Shueisha's completely. Like they over like a hundred percent all the time. Now I would like to see more, and I will. I, I would like to hope to see Shueisha do better next year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And I would also like to extend this to English publishers as well too, to be able to you know, again, live stream their stuff or live tweet their stuff, because again, right, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Again. Wouldn't you want more people to know about the books that you're making, which then equals more money into your bank account instead of just gatekeeping that information to a convention that only a certain group of people could go to that some people may or may not have phones to that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I just do not understand this line of thinking that things have to be like super mutually exclusive that we're this community that's like exclusive. I don't get that. We are not... This is not like the early days of manga or something. We're in 20 fucking 22. On to 2023. Things need to be accessible and things need to be not gatekeeped. Period. So why are we still gatekeeping this sort of shit? Why? I, I don't get it. I do not understand. I mean, and here's the thing. We're not... Like... I have like some thoughts about it. The first one is... J Novel Club is able to do it, so it's not like English public like no English publishers are able to do it, right? Like none of them have done that before. J Novel Club does it all the time. Now they have another issue, right, with um, how long like their information shows up, how long until their information shows up on Twitter, but they do it. They do live streams. Um, you and I were actually in one of them, right? You know, we listened in on one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Kodansha used to do it, and so now. Allegedly, the reason 
is that I guess they got a bunch of, uh, what, harassment? Is that what the... Uh, the alleged are? rumor yeah. is that they stopped because they got too much harassment from Tokyo Revengers fans. And I'm Which like, are you really, like... From what? No, yeah. we did not because we looked and they didn't. And then yeah. number two, it's kind of a result of your own mess in a way. Because mm -hmm. again... With Kadansha's strategy, they they have a half make a strategy. digital. They have yeah. they do. They pretty much put their stuff in digital jail first to see if people will buy it, and if, if enough people will buy it, then they'll go and make the physical. Yep. So if you have fans of a pretty popular manga like Tokyo Revengers was, and you still didn't like expedite that process, are you really going to be that surprised when? fans of a super 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 popular series are adding you for a physical print just for them to find out that you got sniped by another publisher right but what I mean, message is that sent? also the half-assness you know? comes from like okay you focus on digital but you don't even have a centralized digital platform like biz does with the shonen jump app so you're wanting people to pay and i mean honestly they're their manga is like almost might as well be full price their digital manga so i mean that doesn't help your case um but if you had like a centralized plat digital platform like you know viz does with the shonen jump app that would help you get metrics to see what people are reading and to make you uh to actually help you make decisions on what to print or not but anyways so that's that one there and um, my other, my one with Viz is, guess what? Hey, Viz, your parent, your co-parent company, Shueisha, who co-owns you, literally just did a live stream. I, I feel like at this point now, you have no excuse. <laughs> it's like, well, we can't do it here. Your parent did it. Like, you know, like, I, I feel like they don't have an excuse. In my opinion, they don't have an excuse anymore. If J Novel Club could constantly do it if kodansha could do it in the past and stop the, and your and then viz's parent company you know um shueisha one of their co-parents right shueisha could do it you know with jump festa then viz you should be able to do it you and shoujo beat right yeah yeah you got anything to add to this, Vampy? Oh, I mean, I agree with what you guys are saying. You want to call out any, like, publishers for not, like, being open or not? I think we already took Shoujo Beat, so... <laughs> <laughs> everybody! Every single one! You're all guilty! <laughs> yep. We should put on... We should, like, post it up to a poll to see, like, who's CEO we should, like, remove from each one of them. Oh, I mean, I could probably Let's think of two all, off the bat, but I won't go there. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. I know you're right. Um, let's see. Any last, like, thoughts or any last words? Yeah, I guess I'll start. Um, yeah. uh, Shueisha, I think Shueisha did a good sort of a good start with um making this op uh, live stream international or internationally um i like 
that they attempted to do it, it did have problems that we have previously mentioned that I feel like are easily, that could be easily fixed. So I hope that they fix them in the following, um, in the following year and that they live stream it again. What about you, Vampy? I also hope they, uh, live stream it again and uh do better localizing it like you all said um hopefully next year i can actually watch it <laughs> and i'm not scheduled to work that day <laughs> maybe maybe i can help uh cover for alerts when he falls asleep there you go <laughs> uh, alerts what about you i mean again shuisha you already heard me out but i would like to see you do it again next year but if you're gonna do it next year, go all the way, please. Don't just half-ass things. Okay, thanks. Yep, I agree. And with that, uh, that was our special episode about Jump Festa 2023. Um, what do you? Uh, so uh, before we sign off, uh, any? Um, accounts that you want to plug i know alerts usually says it but i kind of beat him to the punch on this one now <laughs> uh, you're dead <laughs> um i guess i'll start um for me it's the uh, winter venom 91 um i yeah uh, so i just have that one i'm still going with that segment about the um the genre the manga genre breakdown or manga magazine genre breakdown really amongst the Shonen and Seinen magazines. Um, yeah. So, uh, Vampy, what about you? Uh, just my usual one, which is Manga Muse, and you can also follow me on Shoujo Save World. Like. Alright. I know, I thought I was running that account. I'm sorry. I'm all uh, bad. Well, sorry I hacked into it. It's my name. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> And well, y'all know me. You could totally not follow me at Mongo Alerts on Twitter. We're not on Instagram. Twitter. You can say you can follow. You know, Elon can't oh. get us here. Okay. All right. You know what's funny? As we were recording this, that rule got reversed. Ha! <laughs> yep. Oh, man. And... So... Thank you, Elon, for stressing out all the social media, like, managers for, like, the past six hours. So, nice. <laughs> Great job. Great job. Anyways. um, But, yeah, you can follow me at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I think I'm on Hive. Yeah, I'm on Hive. I need to start, like, archiving my stuff on Hive again. Um, And, yeah, you can find me at Mongo Alerts, and we'll go from there. All right. Well, that was end of the uh, episode. We hope you all enjoyed it. Um, it was a lot of information, but uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was really cool. It was really cool. All right, and we will catch you next time. See Thanks. you later. Yep. Bye.